Welcome to another episode of the Tax-Free Crypto Podcast. I just want to say here from the start, if you are an affiliate marketer or it's part of your business model, would you please reach out to me, eric at taxfreecrypto.com, eric at taxfreecrypto.com. I want you to reach out to me. Let's have a discussion. I have a play on the affiliate marketing. If you want to make a few extra bucks and help us get the word out about who we are, I want to share with you in more detail who we are, and I want to give you the tools necessary for you to be successful in your affiliate marketing campaign. Additionally, if you're on X or the company formerly known as Twitter, uh, come follow me there. I'm the TFC guy. My Twitter handle is taxfree underscore crypto, taxfree underscore crypto. Follow me on there. I post a lot of content on there and uh, let's meet up that way and we'll collab and we'll share some things. So I just wanted to take care of that at the beginning. If this is your first time tuning in and you're curious who we are, taxfreecrypto.com, we are actually an exchange where you can buy and sell cryptocurrencies, but we, we allow you to do it through your retirement accounts. Uh, we try to encourage people to do it through a Roth IRA because that's what makes it tax-free, hence the name Tax-Free Crypto. We want you to have your gains, especially with what's happening in the market as we're sort of in this dull, this dull ghost town September is what we're into right now. It's been quite an interesting thing to see uh, that even Google searches for crypto and Bitcoin, they're at a multi-year low. Uh, DEX volumes, those are down at the lowest they've been since 2020. And, and all a DEX is, is it's a decentralized exchange. Uh, that's at the lowest volumes it's seen. Even NFTs, which is a non-fungible token, we don't talk a lot about those here on the Tax-Free Crypto Podcast, but we'll make a podcast about those eventually. But those NFTs, what uh, maybe younger people in your life often talk about, essentially is just artwork, very good artwork that's done that has value to it, just like we see in the art world today, the Mona Lisa and other popular things by Da Vinci and you name uh, Picasso and, and all these famous artists, right? Those are physical drawings. Well, an NFT essentially is the same thing. It's artwork that has value to it. Uh, they have had their lowest weekly volume uh, in the last two years. So it's sort of this ghost town. It's like the crypto, uh, the crypto tourists sort of showed up. They did what they had to do, then they took off. But unfortunately, even some of the locals, they packed their bags and they took off. So if you're still here, congrats. You're earning your crypto stripes if you're here. Or perhaps you're crypto curious and you're trying to learn more and more about it. I think the Tax-Free Crypto podcast is just for you. And of course, you could share it with somebody else as well. But the million dollar question is, what should you be doing when it comes to this sort of quiet market? And any financial advisor, which I am not, they would tell you, you know, when it's slow and low, buy. You want to buy the dip because uh, when it's, it's low, you make your money when it goes higher. And the other thing I would say is look at the successful people because the successful people, they're going to have strategies that make them money across all markets. And one of the strategies, smart strategies that I've seen these more wealthier people do or these smart investors do is they, they buy and sell through a tax-free vehicle, which would be a Roth IRA in this case. And at taxfreecrypto.com, you can open up a Roth IRA. Matter of fact, if you use the promo code TFC podcast, TFC podcast, you're going to be able to open up an account for free. Uh, and then you only put in the amount of money that you decide that you want to invest. So uh, go to taxfreecrypto.com for that or email me, eric 
at TaxFreeCrypto.com. We'll set up a time where we can talk. I'll video chat with you and I'll get to know you and I'll answer any questions that you may have about who we are. Uh, so that's what I would do. Study the successful investors. Try to figure out what strategies they have because they're playing chess while others are playing uh, checkers. You know what I'm saying? Uh, for example, my current strategy right now in this market is through my tax-free crypto account, I'm, I'm doing a dollar cost averaging on Bitcoin and Ethereum. Those are the two I'm after. Uh, why? Well, because Bitcoin is going into its next halving. If you want more information about that, you can go to a previous episode, look through our archive. Uh, it's going through its next halving in April and May. And historically, in the halving times, Bitcoin has gone up. Uh, also, the spot Bitcoin ETF, Grayscale, just won their case against the SEC. They sued the SEC and they won their case. And then just this week alone, they went back after them to say, hey, approve that thing now. Uh, and Grayscale is the largest uh, financial asset for digital, the fi largest financial manager of digital assets. And uh, they were denied, they sued, and the SEC lost that case. And then now they're doing uh, this, this thing. So, and, and then you have, of course, as we've talked about before, BlackRock, Fidelity, and these other financial institutions have put in for a spot Bitcoin ETF. Uh, and if you want to know what an ETF is, an exchange traded fund, I have another podcast on this. Uh, the name of that podcast is simply entitled, What is an ETF? So look in the archive and I explain all about that. So with those coming around the corner, if, or I'm, let me rephrase that, when, not if, they're approved, when they're approved, there's going to be trillions of dollars that are going to be coming into the uh, cryptocurrency world because of an ETF that is owned by a financial manager because institutional money can now come into the crypto world. Like a, a lot is on the line with that. On top of that, ARK Invest, Kathy Wood, she just put in for a spot Ethereum ETF. Uh, so ETH is on the rise. ETH is also, uh, there's less of it on exchanges because uh, many people are staking it. Uh, which is another strategy of making money, uh, leveraging, so, and, and there, people are leveraging uh, Bitcoin now, and there's all these various different creative ways to do it. Uh, but because there's st a lot of people are staking uh, Ethereum, as well as they're pulling it off of the exchanges into cold wallets, into cold storage, there's actually less volume on exchanges of Ethereum, which makes it less volatile. And the utility behind Ethereum alone is uh, incredible. And then the, the, the uh, layer two technology that's coming out uh, with all these, you have Arbitrum and Optimism, and then Coinbase just came up with their own uh, layer two technology. It's called Base, and they're doing more volume than Arbitrum and Optimism, and it's, it's so interesting. And I don't mean to lose you sort of in this flux capacitors kind of talk. I just want to let you know the technology and util utility that's coming behind cryptocurrency, uh, the, the, the bigger the masses see it, the more valuable it becomes. So I do want to let you know that. Now, I'm going to keep this podcast kind of short and sweet today. So whether you're uh, taking your kid to, to school or whatever your commute is, maybe you're at the gym and you had a quick 20 minutes or so, I just want to say this uh, about what's happening with Visa and Solana. Now, a few weeks ago, we talked about the partnership that's happening between Solana Pay and um, Shopify, right? Shopify does about $10 billion a year. That's no small amount of change, but the amount of money that they're paying to Visa and MasterCard, because typically Visa and MasterCard, right? They charge 1.15% plus 5 cents, plus 30 cents or whatever it is. So 
if you spend a dollar or if you spend a thousand dollars, that rate that the merchant pays that usually is passed on to us, the consumer, right? You could pay anywhere from 50 cents to uh, $12, depending on it. Well, Solana Pay, it doesn't matter if it's a dollar or a thousand, you're paying 0.00002 fifths of one cent, no matter how much you're spending. So Shopify is going after this play and they're only charged this fraction of a penny uh, no matter how much the uh, volume they put through. So now they're saving billions of dollars. Can, can you imagine when, not if, again, when Amazon gets on this? Amazon, I think last year did $544 billion. They had to have paid out to Visa and MasterCard, all the big guys. They had to have paid upwards to six, seven, eight billion dollars just in their fees. So when they decide to get on board with Solana Pay, I think that'll change quite a bit. But uh, if you want a cut of the global Visa card transactions, and if you're a Solana holder, you're about to, to get a hold of each of these transactions. So let me read this kind of breaking story here. Visa is looking to use Solana-based USDC stablecoin. Now, we've talked about stablecoins before. A stablecoin is a digital currency that follows the value of the US dollar or whatever kind of fiat money that's out there. In this case, USDC, US United States dollar coin is a digital asset. Visa is looking to use USDC stablecoin payments to make these transactions hit user accounts near, in nearly an instance. Let me explain that. When you use your Visa or MasterCard or Amex card or whatever it is, right, uh, the merchant has to pay X amount of dollars for that transaction. They're not seeing that pay until two, three, four days later. And then you'll even see in your bank account, you know, pending, pending, pending purchase. When you use, and so cryptocurrency comes in and it makes this instantaneous. There's no more pending. The merchant gets paid quicker. quicker. On top of that, they're paying less in fees, like a fraction of fees. You have to use a stable coin to do it, which in this case is USDC. So all that means is that you would go to one of these exchanges, you could buy USDC as a coin, and then from your own wallet, digital wallet, you can then make transfers and exchanges. So Visa, let me read this again. Visa is looking to use Solana-based USDC stablecoin payments to make these transactions hit users' accounts nearly instantly, starting with international payment. There are roughly 2.9 billion Visa cards in global circulation right now, and the users of which won't even know that they're using or supporting the proliferation of this kind of blockchain chain technology because it all happens in the background. Now, the, the payments that happens with Visa, they don't come for free with the USDC. There is a network fee charged on every transaction and Visa processes 242 billion transactions per year. So the more of these that are done on the crypto rails or the blockchain there, the more money flows into Solana. And then the more money that flows into Solana, obviously in theory, Solana prices climb. So if you want a piece of that market, my suggestion would be buy into Solana. You can buy Solana at taxfreecrypto.com and you can get ahead of this before it booms and you can have it tax-free within your gains, with your gains as this is bought out. So that's just something I wanted to share with you today uh, since we talked about the Shopify uh, deal last, last uh, on one of our previous episodes. Uh, I wanted to tell you about the Visa opportunity. Uh, you know, with, with what's going on in there. So Solana is a great buy. Bitcoin obviously is a great buy. Ethereum is a great buy. Like while you're in this low, slow September month, 
it's a good time to get into the market on some of these things. So that's great news if you're a Solana holder, if you're a Solana buyer, because that's what's cool about it. It broadens the ecosystem of crypto. It makes it more of a utility. Obviously, even uh, we talked about uh, PayPal, they've created their own stable coin for their payments. And then uh, other companies are coming up with these stable coins as well. So much of that to get into. So if you're a Solana holder, this is great news. If you're not a Solana holder, I encourage you to become that. There's so much more news. I printed out all these pieces of paper. We'll have to save them for another time. Uh, but I just wanted to kind of leave that with you. Uh, oh yeah, this is a good one. Crypto's new trend, using Bitcoin as margin, co uh, margin collateral. I want to talk about that. That'll be for a different podcast. Uh, I do want to say this. I read a recent article as well where El Salvador, they're actually uh, introducing Bitcoin into its school curriculums by next year, 2024. They're going to introduce it. They'll be the first country in the world to do that uh, because El Salvador has seen the benefits of using a decentralized currency called cryptocurrency that's helped bring them out of poverty. It's doing that in a lot of third world countries. There's so much... Uh, potential that's in the digital stuff. Let me just say this, it is inevitable, it is here to stay, and right now you're still an early bird as you get in. Uh, I've used this analogy before. The internet was invented in about 1983, at least for the public use side of it. And it wasn't really a thing until the mid to late 90s. So 14 years after it was invented in 97 is when it really got a mass adoption and everybody started using it. That's when these uh, other companies uh, that, that were created, companies we, we didn't even know existed because Amazon wasn't a thing until the internet came along. Uh, Google had no need until the internet came along and, and these other companies that are out there, all the social media stuff. Now there's nothing you can do without internet because of the adoption rate. And when you look at the adoption rate of crypto versus the adoption rate of the internet, it's on that same trajectory. We're at the same numbers. We're 14 years into the, uh, into the cryptocurrency market. Bitcoin was invented in 2009. Here we are 14 years later, and it's, it's getting its boom. Uh, you're seeing presidential candidates right now taking uh, it as payment. You're seeing so many uh, Fortune 500 companies that are now using cryptocurrency for any form of their goods or services. So you are an early bird right now, uh, not when it was pennies on the dollar, because technically it is now. So I want to encourage you, get into the cryptocurrency game. Get a hold of me, Eric at TaxFreeCrypto.com. Tax if there's any questions I could answer for you, I appreciate you tuning in to this episode of the Tax Free Crypto Podcast. Tax Free Crypto.